Good morning and welcome to the Dollar Doctor Show brought to you by Saperston Asset Management. Securities offered through Brighton Securities out of Rochester, New York. Member FINRA, SIPC, registered with the MSRB and an RIA. I'm Peter Greco. Good morning, Good morning Peter. Uh, David Brownstein, just uh, trying, to, trying to get, trying to get ready. Well, <laughs> I mean, we lysoled everything. We lysoled we're wiping everything down. and can't breathe. <laughs> But anyway, it's too, <laughs> yeah, we know. said it's too Very clean. true, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it is Saturday, March 28th, 2020, about 10.05 in the morning. And we always say that because the show is rebroadcast on this station, ESPN 1520 AM out of Buffalo, New York, at midnight. Unless there's a sporting event, which we know won't be on for a while. But when there is a sporting event, eventually... If there is one, the show is on after the sporting event. Also, the show is available live streaming every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 a.m. at our website. So if you go to saperston.com, S-A-P-E-R-S-T-O-N.com, click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says live streaming, you're all set up. Also at the website, all of our shows are archived, so if you miss a show, you want to replay a show, go to the Dollar Doctor tab that says chat and archives, click on archives, and... All of the shows are there. Also, last but not least, every week there's a free economic report by Stone and McCarthy. Yeah, it's a good reading. Um, they talk uh, about a lot of the uncertainty, and I, I think this is a time, if you're attempting to make decisions, as we do, obviously for a living, but on your own portfolios, you want to gather as much information as you can, and, and there's a, a, a bit of it there, but... A couple of things I would point out just quickly is that the only shocking economic report we've seen so far uh, that has had effect with COVID is the weekly unemployment that just went to 3.3 million. But there is going to be other very dramatic things coming out. So, you know, things that are out there, you know, don't be shocked. And just on a personal note on this COVID, you know, we make little jokes about it, and it's not funny, but um, until it strikes home. Uh, so one of my neighbors in Kenmore, a gentleman by the name of Walter Monahan, passed away uh, on oh, Wednesday. from it, really? Yeah. He, oh, um, sorry he, to hear yeah, that. Yeah. He, um, I didn't know that he and his wife well. They'd been in the neighborhood for four or five years. They live in a, a corner like we do, but not in an area that I'd see all the time. But uh, he's a Vietnam vet. Um, uh, Eucharistic minister at a Catholic church on Main Street, good guy, volunteered, and uh, went to the VA, Pete, uh, two weeks ago, got a clean bill of health. He did have COPD. The next day, he had what he thought was a bad cold. Within a week, yeah, he was having trouble breathing, and his fingertips were turning purple, meaning he wasn't getting oxygen, rushed to the hospital, and died a week after that. But at the, at the VA, they said... No, at the VA, they said he was fine. He went in for a normal checkup. Right. And his health was good. The next day... Oh, it was just a regular checkup. Right. They, they didn't test him for... No, no. no. Okay. No, he had no symptoms. Right. But yeah. the next day, he had a cold. So, you know, this is something that strikes quick. And, and we've, I mean, I'm wearing gloves. You're wearing a mask and gloves. We're just being <laughs> cautious. That's all. And I, I um, you know, I'm sorry. Uh, his, uh, right. Yeah, I'm sorry Condolences to, to his yeah. family. And, and, and so and he was a very nice man. And, uh, you know, as I was telling you, I think... <clears throat> You know, I was trying to wear a mask, but those are terrible. I mean, in terms of it hurts. Sure. And I couldn't leave it on more than 10 minutes. So I want to give a shout out to all those people in the hospitals, the Healthcare nurses, workers, doctors. Yeah. That, you know, 16 hours they wear those things. I'd yeah. be dead. No, know, it's I, it's. Uh, it's I amazing. used to wear them when I when yeah. I cut the lawn until my wife was just said you can't continue because I had I have allergies, mm-hmm. so I'd wear. That type of mass, so I know you'd perspire just your breathing alone. Oh, the that condensation kills you too, yeah. Right. yeah. On top right. of that, but it hurt, you know. I don't unless it didn't fit right. But anyway, but well, you're hurt. not the toughest guy in the world. No, that, well, that's right. true Come too. And also, you know, I want to, uh, you know, little shout out to the people who are working in supermarkets and restaurants, taking even care of takeouts right? for you, that type of thing. Uh, the good <clears throat> thing is, and I want to c- congratulate those companies that are actually helping those workers, you know, like Walmart's increasing their pay. Yeah. Uh, they, mm-hmm. you know, doing Wegmans, a lot of great things. I think and, it's increasing $2 yeah, an hour, yeah. Walmart $2 an hour. Yeah. And even, even our firm, Saperston Asset Management, 
little shout out to ourselves or to to shop Saperson Asset Management, which has been helping its employees. In, yeah, that's great. In any way they could. Yeah, it's good to see you. I haven't seen you. Uh, were you in Monday, and then you've been at home the rest of the week, rest right? Of the week, right? Yeah. So I was people told, go home. <laughs> so people. Well, we took a collection. So people. Because I'm uh, slightly older than you, but anyway. <laughs> Well, um, yeah, okay. actually and <laughs> physically and uh, right. culturally. Anyway, uh, okay. so I called Peter because uh, he wasn't in, and I said, hey, it's Bronstein. How are you doing? We talked for five minutes before he said, who is this? <laughs> he knew it was from the You knew I was from the right. office, right? But you didn't know who no, the heck I no, was. Exactly. Oh, God. So anyway. Out of sight, out uh, of mind. It is a financial show. Okay. Uh, you know, phone lines are wide open <laughs> Enough as being nice. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's unusual for me. But anyway, 803-1520, toll-free 800-879-7541. That's 803-1520. Or toll-free 800-879-7541. Also, uh, if for some reason you don't want to give us a call, although we like to talk to people, but if you don't want to and you'd prefer to use our chat box, you can go to saperston.com, uh, click on the website that says... Oh, what am I doing? Click on the tab that says yeah, there you go. <laughs> Dollar Doctor and mm-hmm. says Chat and Archives. And just click click on that, and right at the bottom of the page is a place to type in a question, type in a symbol. And if you do type in a symbol, let us know what you're looking to do with it. Then you said there's a lot in the chat box. So it's we'll active, my friend. Yep. It's active. So the first person <clears throat> is looking to buy three stocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is QSR, closed at uh, 40.53. That's restaurant brands, Pete, mm-hmm. as you know. And let's see, looking to buy it, huh? Boy, had, you know, as the market had an unbelievable rally off the bottom, and many stocks, you know, were up 40, 50% in a week, it's just unbelievable. Uh, you know, it had a great rally. And then on Friday, you know, with the market getting hit a bit on Friday, uh, it pulled back quite a bit. So uh, right now, I'm sure the, the overhead averages are probably way up there if I looked at that right now. Let me take a quick look. Yeah, you may want to speak to at some point what uh, volatile markets like this do to technical, uh, tech, um, you know, technical analysis of stocks well like i say for most people it's been a trading market and uh if you were a trader and you were lucky enough to pick last week say friday late and load up on your favorite stocks you could be out in a week with gains you couldn't make in a year or two years you know just amazing yeah just beyond imagination you know you know look at boeing it got under 100 and got as high as 180 in a week, you know, 80%, you know, during that time span. But anyway, uh, 200 days at 66 and it closed where? At uh, Which one are you looking at, Pete? I'm looking. Oh, 40.53. I'm already yeah, way ahead. Right, so I'm so way ahead so of so you. So way below the 200, you know. <clears> you got, so is there anything that you can possibly, if this did, some kind of further pullback? And once again, you know, if you've done your own research, there's some real strong reason why you like this company. You know, there's nothing wrong with nibbling. Uh, the breakout point and buy signal was at 35. So somewhere between here or if the market gets hit further next week, you know, anything toward 35 might be a potential buy for it. But, you know, be aware you know, you are taking a risk, but, you know, you might be right, and especially if you've really li- you like the company yeah. and, and you think it's going to come back very well. Um, you know, so anywhere between here and, you know, it's possible it could pull back as far as, say, 35 or 36. And uh, so keep that in mind. Yeah. Uh, you know. I went in Wednesday and uh, for a couple of clients, we bought half positions. I was going to mm-hmm. do a third, but I just felt better. <laughs> <laughs> so we did halves, and we're we're waiting for another pullback that may or may not come. But yeah. it's just something. That's you the problem. Think. You don't know. Yeah. You know, everybody's talking about oh, there's always a retest, 
in this market, I don't know if this is it's a unusual. normal, it's just an unusual market. Yeah. You, know? you want another one? And uh, so, anyway, uh, if you want to nibble a little, nothing wrong with that. Uh, and once again, the, the, theoretically, the support should be between 35 and 36. <clears throat> if that got broken, you'd go down for a full retest around 26. So keep that all in mind. Right. Of course, there's, there's no real resistance in this stock until at least, oh, I'd say 61, you know, 60, 61. Yeah. Right, but doesn't that get skewed because of what the volatility of the markets? I'd have to see. All right. have to see. You want to answer it the I'd way I want him to answer it. No, so. but all I do know is that in a bear market, you know, of course now since the market, <laughs> the market. Where are we? I'm confused. Well, here's the thing. It was it's, bull market, bear market, bull market. Well, in terms of percentage moves. In a right, week. Technically, it's now a bull market. Right. You know, that's what I, I mean. But all we've right. had these kind of rallies in extreme bear markets. So who knows? But anyway, what's the next one? I don't know. No, uh, Aflac, AFL, closed at 3540. Sold. I had a very small position that I was holding on to in the, one of the accounts that we wanted to raise some cash. I sold it. So, did you? Aren't mm -hmm. they big in Japan? Huge, eighty-five percent or so. Their businesses in Japan. Eighty-five percent. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how that'll in, impact them. Yeah. I this just, one, you know, believe it or not, ran right up in the resistance and got bombed on again on Friday. Mm -hmm. uh, it is possible for it to come back down <coughs> to the thirty. 31 area, and on a full retest, you know, could come all the way down, down to 24. So you have to realize that risk. And, uh, you know, a little disappointing that, you know, resistance did hold in this case. You know, it died right there. You know. Yeah, and they, so, uh, they do accident and health insurance. That's their biggest thing in Japan, about 85%. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they buy that. So there's two ways of looking at that. Right. You know, you could have a lot of people that are going to be off on disability or mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Yeah. So yeah, I know that's uh, could take it's a, a risk. Hit. So hopefully you're doing your own research. Very but, good. You know, but be aware that you know that uh, 42 area or so is a pretty strong resistance. If it causes, if it got through that, you'd have a good shot in the uh, you know high 40s, maybe even 50. Mm -hmm. So keep an eye on both of those. And do one more for him, and then we'll go to the phone. Okay, yes. Uh, next one is Uber. I think a lot of people have an interest. Closed at 27.28. A lot of talk about uh, Uber, I believe, is helping out their employees, too. And a lot of these these helpful uh, companies that are being helpful is over a period of 30, 30 days or so because they're waiting to see you know when we can get back to yeah, some type yeah. of normalcy. Yeah, this looks better. You know, No question about that, you know. Matter of fact, I try to put on this with failure. But anyway, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it did give a buy signal. looks like around 24. It's not too much higher than that. And, uh, you know, potentially it might get up into the mid-30s, you know. So uh, looks like a, an interesting play. We do know, you know, as long as they can keep delivering uh, food and so forth and people are doing a lot of takeout, uh, you know, it can work very well for them. Gotcha. So, uh, you know, so that could be interesting. Certainly, uh, you know, support should be around 23, 24, somewhere in that area. Okay. Okay, we're going to go to John in Lancaster. Good morning. Yes, good morning, Peter. David, how are you today? Okay, good, thank how you. How are you? Great. Uh, yeah, I'd like to give a shout-out to Victor from Amherst. I took his advice in a couple stacks. Okay. And, and I did – I sold puts on – Delta, and Live Nation. Beautiful. And uh, actually, it was put to me last Friday, the stock. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, Delta was. I had a strike price of 25, and it was put to me. It went down as low as 21 on Friday. <clears throat> it was put to me at 25. And now? <laughs> well, 29.55 uh, on the close. Well, I, I sold it on Wednesday at around 32. Beautiful, oh, beautiful. move, beautiful Yay. move. Can we yeah. clap? And you, yeah, and you probably got to, you know, with this volatility selling puts, the you know, what you're getting as a premium is great, you know, no question right. about it. So, so I, I got greedy, so I wrote another uh, Delta sell put this, this yesterday mm -hmm. for tw 21 for this Friday. Mm. Okay, very interesting. And, yeah, and uh, I still think, you know, with the airline... The money from uh, the government helping airlines, I can't see them really going terribly lower. 
Nope. Nope. Kiss of death. <laughs> well, well, that's why we play the market. That's right. right. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Just kidding. And yeah. one more I did. Right. One more I did. I, I, pretty, I feel pretty confident about this. I sold a put on AT&T mm-hmm. yesterday. At what price? <clears throat> Excuse me. Pardon me? At what price did you sell it? You know, for what strike? and a half mm-hmm. strike price. For this Friday again. Oh, or okay. next Friday. Close at twenty nine eighty four. Yeah, and I still feel, I feel strongly about the the communications stocks that are uh, I think they're a pretty stable position here in this environment. Well, it's interesting. It came down the support in the twenty seven area, and you know it held and it bounced off that, so that's encouraging. And also, you know, you should only be selling puts on stocks you don't mind getting right. put to, exactly. you know. So, and that's uh, I don't mind owning. Uh, AT&T or Delta at this time. Well, there you go. That's that's the major thing. So you're doing it right. Uh, it's a great time for selling puts because of the volatility and the tremendous premiums. And as I found out badly, <laughs> it's not a good time to buy calls because what can happen with calls because of the volatility, what happens to you is there's a volatility crush. And if the implied volatility goes down, your stock could go up but you could lose money because, right. oh, yeah. yeah, so it's not and, good. And, of course, you're paying a premium when you a, buy a call. A, exactly, and that premium can disappear in an hour. <laughs> you know, it's just unbelievable. So, anyway. You know, I, I, uh, the only thing I do is I sell calls, which is right. yeah. far more conservative. Yeah, and once again, in this environment, it's uh, much better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it. And... I would just say um, $2 trillion. How to wrap my mind around that? Well, that's only the beginning. <laughs> you know, that's only the beginning. Well, they're already talking phase four. They're so. phase four. At least they're out yeah. trying, trying to get out in front of it. So Yeah, well, don't forget, that money is just to prop up the businesses, really. You know, and so, individuals. Yeah, to a certain extent, you know, but mainly to try to keep people in business, which helps individuals who will remain. You know. And I'll tell you, there's, you know— Maybe because we watch it all the time mm-hmm. or live it, but I, I've talked to a couple of clients, small business owners mm-hmm. that had no idea this was going on. Oh, oh, a lot of people, just unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? Some, I, I mean, know. some yeah. hard to believe, yeah, but yeah, true. Just, yeah. 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 So anyway, it'll be interesting to see when the rest of the money comes pouring out, uh, what effect it all has. I have people saying it's going to be deflationary. It's going to be inflationary. So who knows? <laughs> you know, <laughs> it could, could be, could be. Well, one maybe last thing mm-hmm. is mixed messages here trying to open up the economy by in two weeks by Easter, but giving out all this money for just a short period of time. Well, he walked be, back that comment. Well, hopefully he walked that back. No, he did. He he yeah. just he? said, okay. yeah, he said he yeah. was a little bit too, you know, whatever. Oh yeah, he, no he question. Based, yeah. He yeah, said, you know, because I was going to say if he had, you know, any chance to be reelected. And he opened it up that soon, and a bunch of people died. That'd be the end, you know. So he's he's trying to be the cheerleader, right? Being, you know, yeah. doing it just, but he he learned. And but yeah. there are certain states, certain areas of the country where this is not prevalent. So you know, he can always say, and I'm sure that's what the rationale was. What well, I'm talking about, you know, yeah, the right. Midwest the, or the, something. The, right. <laughs> Who knows? But anyway, Whatever. yeah. I can't wait for it to get back to normal. I don't know what that is, though, because... Yeah, who knows these days. I don't know. I haven't hugged anybody in a while anyway. No. And maybe one positive comment here. Mm -hmm. I am very proud of maybe the United States and the rest of the world. I have not read about any rioting, any civil unrest, or anything of that sort uh, in any areas about these lockdowns. Yeah, exactly. It's been amazing, really. And people have been very orderly and and compliant, which is John. Great. We have guns. What? <laughs> oh, was, what was oh, well, listen. Yeah. I appreciate. You no, there have been okay, some scams, no. though. You have yeah, to be careful. Yeah, there, there's right. been a number of emails and people going house to house to the elderly saying they're with the center for disease control and that you really got to talk to your elderly friends neighbors relatives and let them know uh, that these things aren't true so 
got to right. be careful. That's, that's the, always the scammers will always be there. Yeah, yes, no sir. question. Yeah. Yep. Right. Well, we appreciate the call. And thank you. Glad to hear luck. your strategies good. are working well there. Hope Victor you know? feels good. Once again, thanks. Thanks to Victor. All okay. Right. I'm sure he. hopefully he'll be on later. He accepts cash and gift cards. <laughs> right. well, I, I will send him a check. <laughs> okay. Checks in the mail. Wherever he is. There you go. <laughs> All right. Take care. Thanks, John. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for calling. Okay, right now, phone line's wide open, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. Give us a call. <clears throat> or you can go to our chat box at saperston.com. We're loaded. Really? Yeah. Dollar Doctor tab says chat and archives. Just click on it. Go to the bottom of the page. Type in a question. Type in a symbol. If you type in a symbol, let us know what you're looking to do with it. Okay, let's go to the chat. I'm exhausted. Chat box. I'm exhausted. Yeah. Listen so to my. that thing. Okay, uh, this is a very long one. I'm so. still on a high from the Lysol that I sprayed all over the place. But anyway, <laughs> you know, anyway, I don't. All right. You know there there are anyway. I'll, okay, we'll talk after. Right. Super oil companies for long-term stability and dividend stream. Look like a bottom fisher's special right now. I'm actively fishing. Mm-hmm. Which, I know you're going to love this, which four do you like best for technical and fundamental characteristics? You're kidding It's going to take the rest of the show. I, I mean, I couldn't, po- you know, the bottom line is you right. have Let to. me just finish. Right. He gave six. In. Okay. I'm no nervous Nelly about accepting risk for return and the ups and downs, volatility of the market. We've heard that before. Right. Where's uh, BP Bill? Is he hiding in his bunker or in the stable with his horses in Florida? (laughs) That's a good question. Absolutely. I'm sure he'll call in. I have no interest in any oil companies at all, haven't for 40 years. I just have never been successful. I wouldn't touch them. That's just me. But I know, Pete, you probably got a couple ideas. No, well, it's interesting. Like, if you look at BP, it got down to 16 and rallied to 25. Mm -hmm. It's like a 50% or more rally, you know. Uh, you missed the bottom, <laughs> no question about a bottom. Anyway, close at twenty two thirty five, right? Yep, and uh, and he quotes some dividends. You got to be really careful with these dividends. I, I yeah, a lot a lot of companies are going to be cutting their dividends. You know, and even and they if, should. And even if the CEO comes out and says we're going to defend this to the end, you can't believe it. Right. You know, I mean, you don't they, know. They, they, you don't know. So you should look at, at the free cash flow of the company. You know, look that up. Go to Finviz or one of the sites and look at the debt and make sure that the uh, free cash flow is more than the debt, you know, because uh, that's what they're, they're basically using to pay the dividends, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so I couldn't comment on who's dividends safe. I think Barron's had an article, which I didn't have a chance to read this weekend, but they had uh, 10 dividend stocks they thought were safe. I don't know if any oil companies were in there, mm-hmm. you know, but, you know, that's one thing. So uh, I'd be careful. I was watching part of a, a webinar on, the, web, on uh, the computer this morning, and one guy, whether true or not, he says, uh, you know, you go by relative performance and some measures he goes by, and he said the one group he'd stay away from are the oil companies, you know. So uh, Did they spell my name right? <laughs> Did you recognize my voice? Well, there you go. But the, but right. the other thing, too, with that is that uh, who knows if they come to an agreement on oil prices, you know, Russia's already saying that maybe if everybody else will go along with it, uh, you know, they will uh, do something. So who knows? You know, yeah. The news is going to be back and forth. So, you know, make sure you look into every one of these companies in terms of anything you can find about their uh, ability to sustain their dividend and not cut their dividends, you know. Okay. Uh, Somebody uh, was on the chat box last week. We couldn't get to them. They're on again today, so I'm going to bring this up, Mm -hmm. jump in front. Somebody wanted to know, how about a buy for M&T Bank? How safe is the dividend? So see, once again, we don't know. 107.29. Yeah, we don't know. You have to, I want you to take your advice and go do some research, or you can obviously call. Yeah, no question. Or, you know, I... I would say that your safest dividends for the banks are the ones who do a lot of uh, trading, okay? And, and, and they're involved in making money from uh, trading or from uh, accounts, you know, and this type of thing. So you're talking like J.P. Morgan, Morgan Stanley, right. uh, Goldman, Goldman Sachs, right. you know. I heard somebody say that they're making tons of money from that area right now. 
And, uh, you know, so those to me would be the safest, you know, the people who are involved. I don't know where them, I don't think Emmett, does MNC Bank do any of that? I don't have any idea. I'd look into that to see if they have it as a backstop. It had a quite, you know, quite a rally. And definitely, not definitely, but at least you do have a, for what it's worth, a steepening of the yield curve. And, uh, you know, that, that's a possible good sign. You know, it got as low as what, uh, 88 it looks like? It was lower than that, I think. Was it really? I think it was 75. Oh, really? Let me just see. No, it looks like 88. Okay, it could have been. I'm thinking yeah, of something. Yeah, 88 the low, and now it closed at what, 100 and? 107. Yeah. So, you know, you know it, it's in resistance but gave a short-term buy signal. Once again, if you're going to do any of these, you know, I could be wrong, you know, believe it or not. But uh, I, I, I would agree with David, which is hard to believe, you know. But I would never put all, not everything I want to put in it at one, at one time. You know, hold a little back and see. If it takes off and just goes, fine. you got somewhat of a position in it, and you can determine later on a pullback if you want to buy it. But I'd still prefer uh, either buy a little and then buy a little more on a pullback, you know. And uh, so I would, or if you're very conservative, I'd wait for a pullback. But uh, it did give a short-term buy. It is in resistance. So I would tend to say if it could go to one, oh, say 130, 1.14, 1.14. If it went to 114, that'd be a nicer breakout, which could get it up to uh, probably looks like about the 140 area or so. And, you know, the risk obviously is on some kind of a retest toward 88. So just be aware of that. Okay. We had uh, Lucas tell us, uh, uh, Julia called in. She's not on, she couldn't hold on the phone, but she had a question. I can't read it yes, all there. So uh, get some airtime. Julia, <laughs> Julia asked, uh, how are senior citizens with pensions and uh, social security benefits? Are they affected at all or how are they affected by the, uh, the stimulus package that was just passed? If you guys know. Well, I don't know for sure. Do you know? No, I don't know for sure, but, but, but I believe I, I, it's yeah. based on 2018 income. I, and they're going to use the 2018 income tax return. So for what? Some, uh, for the stimulus package to get the $1,200. I think it's um, 2018 if you didn't file 2019. No, yes. I, I didn't hear that. That okay. was what they that had one. talked about the week before, but okay. they did not clarify, at least the reports okay. I saw. But somebody like my mother, who's low income, elderly, doesn't file taxes. I don't know if that person's eligible. Yeah, but what are you talking about? For for what? For the twelve hundred dollars? Yeah, yeah. That's not you know. But she's stop she's, re- looking at the. You don't need to read. Yeah, the but she's asking about Social Security. As far as I know, it, there's no how effect. it affects if you're on Social Security. Oh, how it affects if you get it. If you get like a pension and Social. Security. I understood, Lucas. Okay, <laughs> it's a Lysol. I'm telling you, it's a Lysol. He's not used to the alcohol. Well, there you go. Okay. But we don't know exactly. Right. It's a it's a good question. But you know, if you file, if you're on Social Security and you filed an income tax return, you would be eligible for it. I don't know for the people. If that that's do. what she's asking, which I don't know, right? right. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, we don't know totally. You know, in okay. what way are you looking at uh, how it would affect them? Okay. You know, so. All right. Okay. Right now we're going to go to Vic. Good morning, in Amherst. Oh, hey, did you hear the hey, caller guys. shouting out to you there? Yeah, tread, tread lightly, boys. Tread lightly. You're so modest. Tread lightly, huh? No, I tread lightly. Uh, yeah, got to. Pete, op- opinion, please. Do mm-hmm. you think we're going to re- retest uh, fire low on the uh, Dow, in your opinion? Uh, well, obviously, you don't have to go all the way back you know, yeah. to that low. That you know, the, People have brought up different cases, you know where I think in 87 it didn't go all the way back. Um, other times it went back and a little bit lower. And, of course, as we know, in the Great Depression, that was a different story, you know. But uh, So, I, I mean, I, I think there will be some pullback toward that low, you know, whether it's going to go all the way back, make another new low before it's ready to turn around. I don't know. I have no idea. But I think there will be some pullback, you know, toward the low. See, and the reason why I asked, someone sitting on cash, i got a little bit on the sideline here, and, and wanting the dollar cost average back in the market, you know, you, 
you could sell the diamonds, the DIA, the, the 190s, and there's some good premium on there. Collect some premium, or if it skirts back, that, that'd give you the perfect entry point to get back in if you want to scale up on, you know, going back on the upside. Okay, so you're saying sell a put on the diamonds so, there? Yeah, sell a put on the diamonds, yeah. DIA. The, the premiums are actually pretty good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> going out two to three two to three uh, uh, weeks, uh, four weeks, and then if you – and then if you get it, uh, you know, if you hit your strike, you could always re- keep rolling down. But if you want to jump in, it gives you, you know, you're collecting money while waiting for an entry point if you want to scale back into the market. Yeah, that's, that's what I was looking at. That's a great strategy. Yeah, I, I yeah. would agree. And uh, and also, I just can't believe the spreads between the bid and ask prices on options, you know. Yeah, I always put it right in the middle. Yeah, I that's put what, it right in the middle, yeah. you know. And it's, I always do days. Well, it's interesting, you know, they have a law there that uh, they can, you know, that the market makers can either show your price, you know, that you put in, or if they don't show your price, they have to honor it at that price, you know, so very interesting. Yeah, I was always under the assumption that, uh, say it's a 40-50 Forty cent, fifty cent. Mm-hmm. If you put it, in, I, I it's, this has happened to me mm-hmm. on a on a on a company that I, I wanted to sell a a put on. It was forty to fifty to spread. Mm-hmm. I put it in at forty five. Come back two hours later, hasn't been taken, and they bumped the spread up to fifty sixty. Right. Yep. But what I, what I did last week, there was one I really wanted. It was it was for it was same example. 40 50 i just put it in at 40 and my, and my understanding with e-trade is they have to do you, that you have they have to take it i got i got 10 at 40 oh okay yeah because the bib was 40 yeah that makes sense. yeah i, yeah. I didn't want to yeah. play around for the for five cents I, I, yeah. I really liked i really liked the play and mm-hmm. i wouldn't want to take the chance that they were going to play a number i mean i said i'm just going to take this thing and, and collect the you know and collect the 40 yeah, because uh, somebody who is also, you know, one of the sites I follow and does a lot of that, that's what they say. Put it in, but only give it so many minutes or so, and if you don't get right. it, change it, you know. One, one chart, if you guys would look at, mm-hmm. uh, BNS, Bank of Nova Scotia, these, these Canadian banks have been hit. And I'll tell you, their balance sheets are pristine, and the dividend that Bank of Nova Scotia is play, paying at this price it's kind of, I mean, if somebody's looking for some income, uh, you know, either the common or even their, the, it's crazy it may sound, even the premium on some uh, BMS uh, uh, underside puts aren't even bad. And they're never like that. Yeah, because I'm looking at, you know, a long-term chart. And, and the, right. pre, the previous bottom was in, uh, oh, say, the 36 level. And it actually took that out and now right. now rallied back. Above it now it's pulling back again. So what what kind of strike if you were doing a put would you do? Thirty six. What's it in now? I didn't look. Thirty eight seventy four. But I got a fifty two week low of thirty one ninety four. Yeah, Pete. yeah. No, okay. I'm yeah. saying thirty six was back in two thousand. Oh, okay. Uh, two thousand whatever. I'm, I'm Fourteen. What's the div? The div has got to be seven percent. How much? Seven. Unbelievable. I mean, Bank of Nova Scotia with a seven percent div. If you do if you do the angle of selling puts until you like the price i think it's a nice play that's all i'm saying very interesting yep yeah hey guys great show thank you well appreciate the weekend. call Stay thank safe. you very much okay uh, if everybody will wait no it's one caller but there's a lot in the chat box i guess but mm-hmm. but we'll take a quick one minute break we'll be right back you are listening to the dollar doctors every saturday morning live from 10 to 11 willard saperston and peter greco of saperston asset management answer your questions about stocks bonds and mutual funds the dollar doctors are heard live every saturday morning on espn 1520 buffalo their shows are also available 24 7 at saperston.com years of previous shows are available there the dollar doctor shows also rebroadcast saturday night at midnight If you'd like to have Saperston Asset Management evaluate your portfolio and discuss management services, you can contact Willard or Peter by calling in Buffalo 854-7541 or toll-free 800-879-7541. Again, in Buffalo, 854-7541, toll-free 800-879-7541. Now back to the Dollar Doctors. 
Welcome back to the Dollar Doctor Show, brought to you by Saperston Asset Management, securities offered through Brighton Securities out of Rochester, New York, member FINRA, SIPC, registered with the MSRB, and an RIA. Phone lines to call, which are wide open, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. And you said there's, what, a number on the uh, chat box. We'll get to those after we talk to Art in New Jersey. Okay. Good morning. Good morning, fellas. It's nice to talk to you during the week. I enjoyed uh, our uh, call. Mm-hmm. I have one question and two comments. <laughs> on the question, uh, what is the uh, difference of the association between the Federal Reserve and the, and the Treasury as far as authorizing payments and uh, trying to keep the money flow going? I, I see one is saying that they, they got the interest rates of Fed down to zero, and the Treasury... Uh, do they authorize these payments or the Federal Reserve makes payments? So that the, the Federal Reserve, uh, their job is to keep inflation under control and have full employment. End of story. Mm-hmm. So they don't have um, as many uh, arrows in the quiver, so to speak, right. as the Treasury right. might, but the Treasury then also has certain requirements. That's that's a very bad explanation, but well, you know they work together in this case when there's sure. a, a, a tough situation. So Right. I, you, I understand the Federal Reserve can buy Treasury notes, they say, or Treasury bonds. Yeah, which, they, which they do all the time. Yeah. yeah. Now, does that – what do they do with that? Where do they get the money to buy these? They print it. They print it. <laughs> the Treasury the Federal prints Reserve it. prints it. Yeah. So they're doing this in order to add liquidity. So, you know, in 8 and 9, one of the problems with the uh, uh, financial crisis, there was no liquidity. The banks cut lines of credit, uh, individual and corporate, and now they're putting putting a lot of money in. When they did quantitative easing, which was a huge deal in 8 and 9, they did $60 billion a month buying those different types of issues. They're now doing $75 billion a day. So that's a pretty big difference. Yes, yes. So they're really yeah, providing that's, liquidity. That's a good explanation. Yeah, I don't know. Thanks. Uh, t- uh, <laughs> two comments. One is my bank now is requiring, in order to go inside and make a deposit, you have to call and make an appointment. Two weeks too. ago when I went, they just had the front door locked, and they recognized me and let me in. Uh, but now people are even going in with masks. And the odd that's thing is— That's Peter. He's, going in, he's got a mask. He looks like he's going to rob the place. I'm wearing it right now. Yeah, right. But the odd thing was with this bank— they had signs up about up to a couple of months ago. You couldn't wear a hat and you couldn't wear sunglasses because you wouldn't be picked up by the cameras. Mm-hmm. Now they're allowing people walking in with masks. Yeah, that's yeah, funny. It's amazing, it's but irony. you but you can always go through the drive-through. Oh you, yeah, use well, the drive-through yeah, teller. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but they limit like five hundred dollars to the amount you can cash on the checks mm-hmm. through the drive-in. Really? Uh, the other item I, I just mentioned uh, during watching CNBC part of the day while I'm reading, I noticed that the very little contact between the people, the end brothers, who are big in options, selling calls and putting puts. It's mainly the uh, the people and their uh, stocks, buying and selling and investments. Right. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah. They're, even the, yeah. the moderators, the hosts, are, are social distancing and working from their homes. Yeah. Right, and right. Well, is that, and also, once again, playing with options, they're, they're so ridiculous right now. Mm-hmm. The premiums, the spreads. I mean, normally some options that would trade with a ten cent spread are trading with four dollar bids between the bid and the ask. You know, right, right. So uh, you know, so the, you know, only people who really understand options, and I'm not one of them totally. I probably know a little, which is dangerous. Very you know, dangerous, but, yeah. but but anyway, I don't do it. But 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 I do know, you know, that a lot of sites and they use more complicated strategies, which are a lot safer now, which are spreads and iron condors and butterflies and who knows, yeah. you can look all that up, you know. Sure. But playing around with straight options other than the people who are selling puts and so forth, uh, you know, buying calls, buying yeah. buying options is very difficult, you know. Right. I take it to the same measure as the person that comes on uh, for Betfair Casino and tells you how he made a hundred thousand dollars and he had to scream and wake the whole family up to tell him. Well, <laughs> that, that's the same as options for me. Well, yeah, I mean options. Yeah, it can be good if you know what you're doing. You know. Right. Right. Well, it's wonderful. I, I guess you got my. I'm on the chat box too. I guess you got that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank Very you. Nice. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. it. 
Enjoy the show. All right. Stay well for everybody. All right. Thanks. Stay well, safe. Bye. 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 Good and to talk we'll to you. Uh, go to the chat box real quickly. Okay. Boeing. It. Yeah. Somebody Boeing. wanted to ask yeah. about Boeing. It was down to 130 this week. It was actually below 100. It was below 100. And yeah. I didn't buy. I think it'll go lower. Where should I set my good till canceled buy order to get in on a reasonable price? Can't see Trump and Politico's letting it go under. It is, capital letters, the aerospace industry with its hundreds of suppliers, probably thousands, and its global export market role. Well, it, I was worried about, you know, were they going to do what they did to General Motors back in uh, 2008, which was, you know, take a state in the company after they declared bankruptcy. So they had to declare bankruptcy. The stockholders lost everything. And then they reissued the stock and issued stock to the government. And I thought there was a possibility, you know, that that might happen. And I don't know if that's still totally out of the question. Well, I think it is. I disagree. But you know, I but bought it this week. I bought a half a position. Did you? Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> right and at these levels. It went up to 190 and change. I was like, oh, that, that great, you know, for a couple of days. But I was listening once again on a webinar this morning, and, yeah. and the person said that historically when the government gets involved and takes a stake – in a company, they don't tend to be the secular leaders coming. Right. Well, they haven't done any of that yet. Right. That's yeah. being proposed. Right. Yeah. yeah. But they say those stocks where they've taken an equity position supposedly are not the secular leaders, but who knows? I don't know if no, that's true or not. Gather your information yeah. and make your decision. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, in looking at Boeing, uh, let's see, did it break any moving averages? Probably not. I mean, the 50 day is still up at 268. <clears throat> you know, the pullback it did reach resistance. What's that, 20 day peak? Uh, well, it might have been yeah, a 20 the day. Yeah. Yeah. M- might have been a, a 20 term, so. day, yeah. But, I mean, if you look at it, the low was around 89.90. Yeah. Doubled. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, don't all the stocks we look at do that if we don't buy them? <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Usually. You know, and I would say that, you know, probably at least a one-third pullback at a minimum. So 90 to, say, 90 points, 96 points, one-third is, what, 32, 32 would put it around about where it is right now. So if I was going to nibble, I might buy a little like David did. A one-half retracement would be, what, um, 96, 48, 48, 138, right? Okay. Anyway. So 138 is another possibility that it could pull all the way back to, you know, so so be aware of that, you know. And then you have to watch what the government's doing, you know, that that's another thing. But We're watching. Right you. around here, a little nibbling maybe, and, uh, you know, and then if it did drop down to that 138 area a little bit more and then sit back. Okay. Okay, we're going to go to Dreamer. Good morning. Good morning, Peter and David. Good morning, sir. Uh, answer to that person's question, if you're on Social Security, you will get $1,200. Really? Yeah. Right. Well, would you want to piss off 65 million people, potential voters? <laughs> <laughs> no, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. So... No, I, that question's been circulating yeah. recently. Yeah, 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 just to let you know, too, we have to move along pretty quickly because we have, well, a, lot, we have a lot on the chat, a couple on the phone. Okay, well, yeah. goodbye. That was it? <laughs> <laughs> Hi-ho gold, way right? Go, way to go, Peter's, Peter's Mr. Warmth. <laughs> But anyway, no, I, yeah, I just wanted to let you know, there's a, you know this is rare, but we're we're busy. But anyway, oh, okay. but but on on, on way to go, Bob. But, way but, to go, wait. Hey, way to go, Pete. He, he got the he got the clue. Uh, anyway, gold gold recovered much much more than silver. Oh, he's trying to so. be nice. Now. Oh, he's to much. Well, more. Let me tell you real quick about silver. Yeah. Last yes. week you couldn't find any. Oh, physical there silver. There was right. no mm-hmm. silver to be available. It's trickling in right now mm-hmm. and if you buy physical silver some of it costs as high as 28 dollars an ounce and it's only trading at what 14 15 14, 70 something like boy, that. unbelievable hmm. yep so 
Anyways, oh. have a wonderful day, guys. All right. Thank you for the anyways. Don't take it I appreciate that. Take Bye. care. Okay. Thank you. Okay. We're going to go next to Craig in the pew. Good morning. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Okay. <laughs> having a lot, having a, just a ride. Yeah. Living yeah, the dream, as they say. But anyway. <laughs> uh, question about a stock and a uh, question about our, uh, our currency as well, then. Mm-hmm. First things first, the uh, stock is Tandem Diabetics. Uh, I've got a position in at 24. You guys I'd probably follow it somewhat. It ran up over the last couple of years to 90, and now I think it's yesterday finished around 66. What's the symbol? <laughs> uh, T-N-D-M. Oh, okay. I, I thought you said Cam. Yeah, I said Tandem. Too. Yeah, yeah, okay. I didn't know either one yeah, of them. I know. But, yeah, I well, know. Tandem, <laughs> um, yeah, I know. You're right. <laughs> Yeah, we both heard Candom, so don't don't place an order with us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I was well, it sixty eight forty one. Yeah, and uh, you know it did it really after getting up to seventy, so it would it pull back? Huh? Yeah. Okay. But you know you have the nice. uh, two hundred day at sixty five, which is encouraging that it took. Would you say it closed that sixty eight forty one? Yeah, so Short-term it closed above the two hundred day. Yeah. So I'd like to see it hold in that area of the 200-day. And uh, so pulling back, it's pulling back toward that. So watch it around that level. You might have a buy point here. If not, the you know real support would be 59.60. Are you looking to buy more, or are you just you, sorry you didn't sell, obviously? Right? Possibly. You know, yeah. when, it, when it hit 90, of course. As it oh, why would you sell, right? It's yeah. 90. I'm sorry. I yeah, said, why would you sell? Everything was great, <laughs> Yeah. Well, right, right. Yeah. And uh, as it started coming down, I mean, once it hit, once it dropped below 50, I really started getting nervous. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, I didn't pull the trigger, and I'm glad I didn't, obviously. Oh, of course. Sure. Pretty well. Yeah, um, and and for, this wor- for what it's worth or not, you know, the price objective based on the point and figure methods back, you know, near the high, 86, so... Okay. So I would tend to hold. I would li- love to see, you know, the general 65 area hold. That would be very, very bullish. But if not, you know, uh, 59, 60 would be next support. Okay. Question two about our currency. You guys know our uh, uh, the dollar is the world's reserve currency. Uh, but what's the implications uh, for us as a country as a whole and the people of this country if we lose that status? One day, my understanding is uh, uh, the, the British pound a uh, hundred years ago, I think, was the last uh, country whose currency was the reserve, uh, the world's reserve currency, and before that, Portugal and I believe Spain. Yeah, it just uh, yeah, it keeps going every so many every you know, so many hundred years, hundred years or whatever. Sure. Yeah. And we're we're I think we're bumping up against that hundred year clock. Well, that's true, but I yeah, right. I've heard people say that they're going to go for a world currency or something, and they think this crisis might hasten that. You know, I don't know if that's there's, the case. There's just but, no way. But but, but I I have States a feeling go that for a world currency. I mean, so much depends on the dollar right now. I, I think we're okay for a while longer to say to tell you the truth. So. Yeah, I just uh, I'm just curious. Uh, yeah. You know, would would we you know worst case scenario would we in, in any way somehow use our military to defend defend that status and you know back to if we lose that status what happens to the value over overall of our investments? Well, well I I don't think uh, we're going to be here alive when those things when come. those things happen. But right. I'm forever the optimist, <laughs> right. but I just don't see yeah. it. Look at but, look at the way these countries are handling this stuff. So mm-hmm. anyway, mm-hmm. But, but I don't think yeah, you got to so worry about it. Th- but, don't have an answer, but something to think about. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, you enjoy the rest of your weekend. Yeah, you too. Okay, Stay you safe. too. Thank you Good very much. Okay, take care. Okay, we're going to go next to Jack in Lockport. Good morning. Morning, guys. How you doing? Uh, good, Jack. How are you? Oh, I'm fair today. We'll say. You, you doing uh, uh, video chats for school or what? Yeah, actually, uh, well, not video chat. Well, yeah, for our conferences, we have our departmental meetings on the video, mm-hmm. and then the rest we're sending to their students through through the Internet, the okay. lessons and so on. Yeah, yeah that's great. So, um I've been doing, of course, a lot of reading on different things, and uh, uh, I read something from Zach's. C-A-C-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-
but they're all, none of them are domestic. They're talking about Total, BP, uh, Royal Dutch Shell, and there's another one. And they said they haven't cut their dividends since 1956. Got it. So they thought their dividends would still be safe, and uh, at the prices, it would be a good bargain. So I just wanted to mention I that. I appreciate no, that. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I want you to tell me about Enbridge. Uh, Edward Nancy Black, E-N-B. Mm-hmm. So you noticed we're having a problem hearing, obviously. <laughs> okay. One of us is. <laughs> right. Okay. And that's a Canadian pipeline mm-hmm. company. Mm-hmm. Uh, they uh, they uh, Paying about eight, what's about eight and a half percent. I'm not sure what it is now. Uh, they have a cash reserve where they're paying about two thirds for the dividend. So they it's have eight sixty five right now, Jack. Eight sixty five. Yeah, twenty seven seventy four in the close. Yeah. Okay, okay. So what do, what do you think about this company? Well, I think you have an interesting bottom fisher there. You know, it took out the low. You know, back in uh, two thousand, looks like sixteen. Now it's back above that low. Is that resistance right now at 30? Okay. So if it hit 31, that would be a very good sign. And, uh, you know, it could go up at least to the mid-30s. And possibly if it took that out, you know, back to the old area around the low 40s. And, you know, your risk is back to, you know, 23, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, this is a resistance area. So if it hits 31, that would be pretty good confirmation that it, could be on its way back up at least to the mid 30s, if not higher. You know? Okay. Yeah, they're they, they're a company. They've paid a dividend uh, since uh, well, 65 years. They haven't missed a dividend, so it might not be as high, uh, as, you know, percentage-wise all right. the time. But they're you know steady, so uh, it seemed like a, a you know a decent company. Yeah, and the 200-day moving average is at 36. So. It is 36. Yep. Okay. Right. Yep. All right. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you all for right. the call. Hey, have Appreciate a great it. weekend. Stay okay. safe. Okay. Take care. Bye now. Okay. Chat box. Yep. Okay. Somebody's asking. I'm trying to do generically. Somebody's asking about airline. Which airline would you currently invest in? <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, fun, not, fun, fun, I fundamentally, I would have to say you'd have to look into all of those companies, you know, and see how well, you know, obviously the government's holding them up. I have a feeling, could be wrong, I don't think people are going to hop back on planes immediately when this is supposedly over. Yeah, I disagree. And uh, he, he thinks, oh, everybody just can't wait to fly again. But who knows? You know. Yeah. But, but I think you look at United and Delta, uh, big ones. A lot of people talking American because they're so cheap. I just, you know, I don't know. I just wouldn't. I think there's better plays out there, but that's just me. Yeah, and it's also, you know, I don't know who are just mainly d- domestic airlines. You know, JetBlue. Yeah. Who else? Um, who else is Southwest? North, Southwest, Northwest. Yeah. I was thinking so you may that. look in there. You're going to have to do your own research, as we always say, into those. But, you know, right. I'd probably There's take a There's a lot of comments about yeah, MP yeah, out there yeah, you can find. Yeah, and I'd probably take a look at Southwest, you know, and see what position they're in. LUV. You know. I don't know what's right. Uh, so, <clears throat> anyway, and then somebody want to know what mortgage-backed securities were, but we'll have to talk about that next week, won't we? That's a long story. Yeah, but if you do want to know, I mean, we hate to say you could Google it. You know what mortgage-backed securities are. Uh, just don't have time. Yeah, but, we'll bring it. But up the name time. basically explains it. They're backed by mortgages. You know. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you know, but, but next week, you know, we can we can we can say more. So. No, we always say keep a little powder dry, you know, uh, you know, keep available for opportunities. Uh, personally, I think you shouldn't just jump in, but could be wrong. Uh, but you can nibble at companies you've done your research into, companies you always wanted to own. And, uh, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see if the market does a retest or not. So till next week, be safe, take care. Have a good weekend.